Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Coming up today at 135, Calgary Flames new head coach Ryan Huska will join us. He'll be our Oilers headliner for Wilhock Beef Jerky. The next half hour is you. You can call us on the River Cree Resort and Casino Hotline, 780-496-0063, the River Cree Resort Casino Excitement Bet on it. And you can text us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line at 780-496-0063. All right. um, Hold on a sec here. Um, uh, Get them at... Can we get him at 115? There we go. Uh, we'll open up the phone line, 780-496-0063. Brendan, um, look, the uh, the orders are closing in. This thing's going to get confirmed here shortly with Derek Ryan. It's going to be a two-year deal. It's going to be less than uh, a million bucks uh, for him. I'm going to tell you that right now because uh, I think he's... Somebody has sent something my way that he's posted something, so we'll keep an eye on that. But um, I'm pretty sure it's going to come down two years and under uh, $1 million, so we'll wait on that. So here's the deal. Do the uh, Edmonton Oilers, in your opinion, do they need... We know they're close. We know they have a pretty good team. Do you buy what Frank Saravalli was uh, selling there, Brandon, about the fact that the Oilers need to incrementally improve your team, but it means one, it doesn't just mean one move. It means three or four moves combined to try to improve. Or do they need to do something more substantive and step up and make a bigger deal? What do you think they need to do? I love the idea of Travis Konechny, but realistically speaking, I think the difference uh, in some of the teams that we've seen win the Stanley Cup recently is those players like uh, William Carrier, for example, or um, Blake Coleman, Garnett Hathaway, etc. And I wonder if there's some upgrades that you could make in the lower part of the lineup with some more experience, some more grit, tenacity, that sort of thing that might help separate this team in the Pacific Division and really help um, you know allow the big guys to worry about scoring goals and not doing much else. Yeah, there we go. All right, so 780-496-0063. You can jump aboard here. Uh, We're just working on uh, nailing down a couple other things. Again, Ryan Huska coming up at 135, and I think there's a good chance this uh, situation... Uh, with Derek Ryan will probably move during the course of the show, so we'll endeavor to get him on. We are going to go to line number one, and we're going to drop the puck with Brian. Brian, you're in Oilers now. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Bob, I hear you talking about analytics. Yes. And I'm, a, I'm an average Oiler fan, and as an average Oiler fan, I see team defense, number one. Right. Uh, and and to me, I don't really care about uh, the best right winger available or another top six forward or even, you know, I guess secondarily, uh, you know, a bottom six forward. But we got to, I think if we're going to be doing this right and tweaking the team, it's got to be, uh, it's got to be with players that are going to help team defense. Okay. It's as simple as that, I think. All right. Well, that's, that's an entirely logical perspective to have. The team needs to improve uh, defensively. Uh, we will tell you Derek Ryan will join us at about one fifteen. so uh, we'll probably take a break here about one thirteen. Brendan, we are going to go to Ken on line number two. Hello, Ken. How are you doing? Good. How are you? Good. Hey, we don't... Uh, I think we got the good enough team right now. We just got to use what we have 
We got a guy by the name of Costin. He only played three, four minutes a game. He's got to be re-signed. Yeah, if he's in any other team in any lineup in this whole league, he plays in the third line, and he's a very, very successful and a good player. We need him. When you start talking about connecting, all you're doing is wasting money. This Costin, play the players you got. Bukestad, Costin. Don't let them play just four minutes a day. Let them play. If you don't let them play, we don't know what they are. Okay. And, and the playoffs, they just wouldn't play them. They, they went heavy on the first two lines, wouldn't play the whole team, and you've seen what happened. You have to play the team. Now they're going after some other pies in the sky that are going to be less than costing, and it's going to cost them more money. So you – look, I, I, I will tell you, I was a little bit surprised how little cost and played at times in some of the playoff games. Um, I don't. Clem Costin is a restricted free agent. He was making seven hundred and fifty thousand last year. I don't know what the price point's going to be. Yeah, but he, he wants to play here, Bob. He's already said three or four times. He oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah I, 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 the I, I, way that you can come to a contract without looking for Konechny and other guys that wouldn't even be happy. So you, yeah. So you'd say you'd play. Not only would you resign Costin, but you'd play Costin further up the lineup. Oh, yeah, I'd play him way further up. And I that Bukestad, another guy, you got to get him in more. You got to let Holloway play. You got to let some guys that are young, ready to play, want to play here with some, with some guts and, 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 and uh, enthusiasm to play. And, they'll sh- and they did that all year. But for some reason, in the playoffs, they didn't want to play these guys. Even Wayne Gretzky got in an argument on the panel because the guys were saying, other very smart people were saying, why did he play his other players? Why did he play the good guys so hard? And, and Wayne, I, hey, I'm the first to tell you, Ken. I think they got to decrease the minutes played for McDavid and Drysaddle during the regular season next year. Thanks for the call, Ken. I want to go to another Ken out of Calgary. Hello, Ken. How you doing? Oh, hello, Ken. It's Bob. How you doing? You're on Oilers now. I'm doing, I'm doing good. How are you? Good. 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 Anyway, so, no, I was wanting to uh, revisit. Um, uh, Colton Pareko is a possible option here. I know you've kind of talked about him. Like, is that a possibility? Oof. Like, is he available? Does he want to come? Oh, I think they would do that anything? all day. I mean, he's a six point two five million dollar cap hit. Once he got seven years in his deal, apps. I think St. Louis is wide open for business. Uh, you, you know, I was I couldn't believe what Severson got. Uh, Severson's uh-huh. a little. To me, Severson's a better puck distributor. He's not as good a defender as Pareko. I mean, obviously, you would be including CC and Fogle minimum to start in a deal like that. That would be the minimum because you need the money to make sense, maybe, right? I mean, that's maybe, maybe a first rounder too, right? Like, uh, I, 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 sorry, I would not do. A, I would not you do. You wouldn't a, do a first rounder. No, no. And that, that just because of the contract. And I love Pareko. I love Pareko, yeah. but I'm I'm a little concerned, like. He's, you know what? In an eighty-three million dollar cap, that contract hurts. Like that contract hurts you. If we're up to a ninety-three million dollar cap in two years from now, which is a possibility, like I think mm-hmm. it goes from eighty-three and a half to eighty-seven and a half, eighty-eight next year, and maybe to ninety-three the year after, assuming we don't have any more major issues like a pandemic. Uh, yeah, there we yeah. go. Yeah, the, way, the the reason I I, I look at this here is because I, I see. Pareko, Nurse, Ekholm, and Bouchard as your, your minute marching top four. <laughs> and, and then, you know, and I mean, they could fill out the rest of the, the forward group because I didn't feel like the forward group was, was our issue last year. You know, going back to defense, I think if you solidify your defense, I, I, wow. to me, that's, that's 
that's where you I'm know you know what the more, the more, not, see now you're almost like you because you'd be talking Fogel and CC to make the money work right six sure, million right. for yeah. six point two five um, you'd have to give a pretty good prospect or a pick to 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 get St Louis to do it on Pareko. In, yeah, in fairness, you would. you would you you would because they would they would have CC for two more years. I mean that's the only way you can make it work. So hey Ken, uh, I got to run here. Yeah. Thanks for the call. Okay, seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. Brendan, you were able to. Is there anything on Instagram? Were you able to gather a lot? Yeah, we uh, we can officially tell you that uh, Derek Ryan has announced that, uh, and I'll quote his uh, his caption here on the photo. My family and I are super excited that we will be staying in Edmonton for the next two seasons. We love it, and we're excited for what the future holds for us in oil country. And the Oilers, with a little comment here that says, let's go DR. All right, so uh, we'll get him on coming out of break when we return on Oilers Now. Official, it's a two year deal, $900,000 uh, for Derek Ryan. So he takes a $350,000 a year pay cut uh, to return to Edmonton for two more seasons. This coming off, frankly, a very good year. He had 13 goals. He went plus 11. A strong argument can be made. I was talking to a couple guys this morning. They, they thought Derek Ryan might have been the Oilers' best winger in the uh, Stanley Cup playoffs. And we're going to head off to the River Cree Resort Casino hotline and join our Oilers Now headliner for Wilhawk Beef Jerky. It's the best you've ever tasted. Search for Wilhawk, W-I-L-H-A-U-K today. We welcome back to the show the pride of Spokane, Washington, former Alberta Golden Bear, and now on his second contract with the Edmonton Oilers, Derek Ryan. Hello, Derek. It's Bob. How are you doing? Hey, Bob. I'm doing great. How are you? Good. You're doing great. Uh, You get the two-year deal. Give me your thoughts on staying with the Oilers. Uh, yeah, just really excited. Um, my family and I are excited. We we have some roots that are, are set here in, in Edmonton. My son plays minor hockey here. He's all signed up for uh, season next year. Uh, my daughter does gymnastics and classes. My wife has lots of friends, and we have our roots here. Um, so we're excited to be back. It's a great fan base. It's a great organization. Um, obviously a lot to build on. I think there is a lot to come here in the future. I believe in that. And at the end of the day, we're just, uh, we're happy to be here and, and, um, to be back playing in front of those fans. All right. Uh, look, let's talk a bit about the math. You had a very good year. You had 13 goals last year. You went plus 11. Not uh, not one of your goals did one of the two world's best players. Uh, they were not involved in the scoring summary on any of those goals. It's not like you fed off of... In fact, you played 82% of your time at even strength this past season without uh, being on the ice with either McDavid or Drysaddle. So it's not like you propped up your numbers playing with those two guys. You would have had a compelling case in free agency Uh Certainly, to get more in a one-year deal, why did you, uh, you know, what, why, what did you prioritize in terms of signing the two-year deal at the price point? That, give me the rationale behind it, because I think most of the listeners would agree they probably thought you could have got something comparable on the market to what you earned in Edmonton the last couple of years. Yeah, I mean, the facts are, my agent and I thought we could probably get a couple hundred thousand dollars more in Edmonton if we really pushed for it and um, probably several hundred thousand dollars more than what I got on the open market on a one-year deal or possibly a two-year deal if you find a team that's willing to do that. <clears throat> Obviously, Ken 
Holland here in Edmonton gets to watch me skate every day and be around me and um, sees who I am as a pro, so he doesn't have a problem giving me a two-year deal because he sees who I am. Um, but to go back to the numbers, I guess uh, the facts are for me and my family that we wanted to be here in Edmonton. We think it's a great place to be. Um, obviously not getting any younger. I'm 36 now, so... Um, it gets harder to want to pick up and move. You have kids that are, well, we have kids that are nine and, and six, so that makes it hard. Um, and probably most importantly, uh, I mentioned earlier in the spring that I wanted to finish out my career as an Edmonton Oiler, but, uh, you know, to be honest, I'd like nothing more than to finish out my career hoisting a cup as an Edmonton Oiler, and that's what I want to do. And I think that's hopefully in the future. You never know. It's really hard to do. Only one team gets to win every year. And, and there's lots of teams in the NHL that are, are hoping their cup's coming. It's not just Edmonton. Um, it's Carolina. It's Dallas. It's uh, a lot of them teams out there that, that are right there. Colorado's going to be right back in it. Um, there's a lot of teams that are, are fighting for it. And there's no givens uh, when it comes to winning Stanley Cups, but I think my best chances are here in Edmonton. So I'd love nothing more than to do that um, here. All right. Well, you take 350 more uh, less. Does that end up in a situation where that maybe helps Ken in other areas? You think? I hope so. That's how our conversation went um, when I told them, you know, what I was taking and the offer they had on the table. What I was taking it was. I hope that that could help him make our team better. And um, I think it obviously it does. The, the cap world, the cap situation that the Oilers are in is what it is. It's obvious to everyone where basically every penny matters. So, um, you know, if I save Ken a, a couple hundred thousand dollars on my contract, then, um, you know, we probably need more guys to do that, to be honest. And uh, that's just the fact and the way it is. So, Hopefully he can he can use that money. I know he will. Uh, he'll use it to spread it around the room and make our team better. All right. Uh, how hard is have you been watching the Stanley Cup playoffs? Or is it? Uh, look, I know you're a dad. I know you got a lot of family time and all that stuff. We had uh, Matthias Eklund on the show yesterday. He too has, uh, you know, kids ten and under. Um, but have you had a chance to watch the games, or is it too hard to watch? Yeah, I've been watching quite a bit. Um, I mentioned I have a nine-year-old son. He loves hockey, and he's pretty into it. So it's fun to watch with him and to experience, you know, playoff hockey when the Oilers were in it with him was special, and then to continue that. And uh, when when the Stanley Cup's presented, I, I think that's a special time to show the kids, you know, that's, in my opinion, the, the best trophy in sports. It's what all hockey players dream of, obviously. And it's a special moment, so it's something that I would like to do, and I share that with my son on the TV and um, my daughter as well, and it's it's cool. So uh, it's hard to watch, obviously, different this year than it was last year. I felt like uh, last year when we lost in the conference final um, to Colorado, it felt like Colorado was maybe a step above us a little bit um, this year. Obviously, we didn't go uh, – we went around shorter, but um, – Losing to Vegas in the second round, it felt like we were right there. You know, we had control of that series in different parts of it, and um, we had chances to win, and it felt like we were there. And so it hurts a little bit more. It leaves a little bit more of a, a pit in your stomach this year. And you you know that 
Um, that could be, I guess, that could have, should have, would have been us. And there's lots of teams that are saying that now, but um, that's why it just feels different for us, or at least myself this year. Yeah, well, you know what, Derek is uh, one of the broadcasters for the team that has the privilege of talking about uh, the Oilers on a daily basis. That's For me, that's the hardest part, like just knowing the work that guys put in and the seeing it end the way it did and knowing how close you were, and now you got to find a way to improve and get better. How does a 36-year-old player, uh, you know, I mean, he had a hell of a year. You know, you had 13 goals, you were plus 11 again. It's not like you got a chance to play with Connor and Leon on a line and drove your numbers that way. You did your scoring further down the lineup. Uh, You know, you killed some penalties, you took some face-offs. What could you do better personally carrying forward here to help the the team out? I mean, and again, you're coming off a, a heck of a season. Yeah, for me, where I am now, um, the numbers are great, and that's awesome for getting a contract and and doing all that stuff. When you're younger, especially, obviously I came into the the league older than most, but when you're younger in your NHL career, you worry about that a little more. You worry about your numbers and your stats and getting contracts and and, uh, solidifying yourself in the league. But for me now, and I'm sure a lot of older guys – or veteran guys that have been around the league longer, now they realize that um, winning is what's more important to us. And if I can score goals and help the team, that's great. I'd love to do that. If I can kill penalties and help the team, if I can take face-offs, if I can get pucks out along the wall as a winger, um, if I can take some shifts at center to help our, our centermen have a little bit of a break, that's great too. Um, if I can play great defensively, whatever it is, up and down the lineup, um, maybe even more importantly than all that, can I be a leader in the locker room? Can I be a voice that helps that leadership group in there that um, you know needs some help vocally? Can I be a part of that? Can I help calm down some of the younger guys throughout the ups and downs of a of a regular season and the crazy ups and downs of a playoff stretch? Um, can I be a part of that calming influence? Can I um, be a leader in the dressing room in the weight room? Um, in the off season and training camp, all these things, um, all the little things that, that make a veteran player uh, an essential and a useful player on a roster. I, that's my plan is to do all those things. And the numbers, they are what they are. And at the end of the day, I hope I can help us win. All right. It's about winning. Uh, a final one for you, and it's curveball. You mentioned that your son loves hockey at Zane, right? That's the name of your boy? Yeah, that's right. All right. Who's his favorite player? Is it Derek Ryan? Is it Connor McDavid? Is it Leon Dreisaitl? Uh if, if you asked him around me, I think he'd feel obligated to say me. He's a polite kid, so he's good about that. Um, if you asked him not around me, uh, I bet he would say Connor. He has a Connor poster signed by Connor in his bedroom, and uh, he's got all the hockey players going. And he, he comes in sometimes on practice days and gets autographs from the guys. And he's, he's getting to the age where he appreciates and uh, respects kind of the position that his dad's in and the people that he gets to play with, realizes how special it is. And uh, probably Connor. Uh, I've kind of instilled in him a couple of years ago when I signed here and got here. I instilled in him that Connor is a, a special player. He's going to be a you know, a legend in the NHL for a long time coming. Um, he's just a normal guy. He's a human being just like that. 
but he happens to be one of the best hockey players, if not the best hockey player to ever play. So I think he, he understands what he gets from us. Uh, he's appreciative of that. Derek, thanks for turning this around quickly. Congratulations on your two-year extension. I'll try not to bug you much during the summer. Thanks, Bob. Have a good one. You bet. Edmonton Oilers forward Derek Ryan sending a two-year extension, $900,000. And he is our headliner today for Wilhock Beef Jerky. It's the best you've ever tasted. Search for Wilhock, W-I-L-H-A-U-K today. When we come back, we'll talk to Calgary Flames head coach Ryan Huska after a global news weather traffic update with Randy Colbert. Now